Hello, Baker McKenzie welcomes you to Connect on Tech, a global podcast series covering legal developments on data, technology, privacy, and security that impact your business. Here's your host, Brian Hengisbaugh, Global Chair of Privacy and Security. I'm uh, quite happy to be joined by Francesca Gaudino, a partner in our Milan office and a key part of our global IP tech privacy practice. And we're here to talk about a, an opinion that just was issued today by the Advocate General out of Europe, looking at the validity of the European Commission decision on standard contractual clauses. So, Francesca, welcome to the program. Thank you, Brian. Welcome. Just by way of quick background, the case that is before the Court of Justice of the European Union right now, which is Europe's largest court, it's somewhat similar to the case that people may remember from a few years back called Schrems, Schrems 1, which years ago related to challenging the validity of the safe harbor privacy arrangement, which has now been replaced by the privacy shield. Um, But the case uh, aptly named Schrems 2 is again brought by the, the same plaintiff, Max Schrems. And this time he's challenging through Ireland the validity of the European Commission that found that certain standard contractual clauses when used with data processors in third countries should be sufficient to address the adequacy requirement for cross-border transfers. So it's a fairly um, narrow focus, but it may have broad implications. Um, And so as we get into the case a little bit, Francesca, could you just tell us a little bit, especially I think audiences outside Europe may not be familiar, what's the role of the Advocate General and what's the, what's essentially the, the meaning of this opinion? Is this a full court opinion or is this something else? Usually, I mean, when the Court of Justice has to decide on a case, the Advocate General issues its opinion on that case before the decision of the court. That's the timeline. And in terms of the weight of the Advocate's general opinion, this is considered by the court, but it's not binding on the court. Generally speaking, the Advocate General's opinion is considered as, we may say, persuasive on the court decision. Got it. Very helpful. So it's a, it's almost a preliminary step or an indication of what the court may decide, but it's not binding on the court. So the court may decide something different. Um, what can you tell us about what's in this Advocate General opinion on standard contractual clauses? Did the, did the Advocate General say that they should be invalidated or where did they come out? No, actually, the, the general advocate's basically position is that the standard clauses are still valid, so they have not been invalidated. But the, the, the opinion suggests that if, if a company wants to rely on standard clauses, it must put in place certain measures in order to make sure that the data importer really materially complies with the clauses, which means from a practical perspective that um, an exporter cannot simply just sign the, the standard clauses, uh, but it, it has to make like an assessment whether a specific importer is in a position to comply with the clause. So it's a specific burden. Got it. So they're expecting uh, the, the data exporters to do a little bit more work looking into um, whether the recipient processors in the third country actually can comply. And I think it's fair to say a lot of the focus here was around um, the U.S. and national security considerations and where there was government 
demands for information from from the recipients as to whether um, whether that somehow would impact whether there was truly sufficient protection for for data. Um, so, what what do you think the it's very early. The opinion, uh, the opinion just literally came out a few hours ago. But Francesca, what do you think some of the early indications are of the commercial implications? I mean, I, I suppose assuming that um, that the full court would take up and take the same view that the Advocate General has. Do you see uh, commercial implications here? Uh, actually, I I think commercial implications are really significant because standard clauses are really widely used to rule international data transfer and. Uh, to be underlined that for international data transfer, women transfer to any sort of countries, for example, not only the US, but also, for example, Brazil, India, and even the UK when the transition Brexit agreement expires. We, I mean, of course, as you just said, we have to wait the court's decision to have a definitive picture. But after today's opinion, we may already say that companies should be prepared to revisit their data transfer agreement and more generally, their data transfer strategy, because the agreements in place should be revised to make sure that these measures um, we just mentioned are in place. And bearing in mind that data protection authorities may always audit and inspect inspect the data transfer, and they have the power to, to block it. In addition, companies should revisit their general, their global data transfer strategy, and they should consider available alternative solution. And the important thing is this is not an exercise to be made on like a, a high level basis, but really on a case by case basis and also on a country by country basis. Uh, starting with the data protection assessment may be a sound approach because an evaluation of each data transfer must be made in any case. Perfect. Yeah. So there's there can be a, a lot of threads to trying to respond to the decision. Everything from making sure in your your privacy impact assessment process, you're you're looking carefully at where the where the recipients are and what protections there are for data. Um, and then also perhaps there's there's different um, different work streams depending on um, what the overall approach is that the company takes to transfers. Uh, for example, if it's a if it's a if it's a binding corporate rules company, perhaps there are, there are some other thoughts that they may have about how they're engaging processors. Likewise, if you're a provider, um, you might consider moving from standard clauses to a binding corporate rules for processors approach. Companies also can take into consideration other derogations, et cetera. So um, many implications, but really uh, the opinion seems to be pointing towards making sure uh, companies are taking a deeper dive to ensure true true adequacy when they're doing transfers. I mean, one other thing to note is uh, I found it interesting. The Advocate General said um, when you're talking national security demands for information, et cetera, it also implicates other vehicles such as Privacy Shield, although the Advocate General encouraged the court to stay focused just on the, the, the specific issue at hand with standard clauses. It's possible that um, the court may pick up and, and look at broader issues with Privacy Shield or otherwise. So um, many more developments to come. Francesca, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. We look forward to having you back soon. My pleasure. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for our next podcast when we connect on tech. For more information on data and technology, subscribe to our blog at connectontech.com or visit our website at bakermackenzie.com.